0: Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. It's Thursday, December 10th, 2020. We're brought to you as always by the great people at Today's Dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist I've ever gone to. He's going to be the last dentist you ever go to if you call 317-849-2933. He just cares about your teeth. That's the best thing about him. Let's talk about sports. Colts Injury Report just came out a few moments ago. Guess who is limited today instead of out? Anthony Costanzo, the left tackle, we hope that he is able to go this Sunday. If he's able to go this Sunday against the Raiders, the Colts have a significantly improved chance of winning that game. Chaz Green protecting Phillip Rivers' backside. Anthony Costanzo protecting Phillip Rivers' backside. Which do you want if you're Phillip Rivers? You're going to be a lot more comfortable with Anthony Costanzo protecting that backside. We're going to talk to Nate Bjorkren, the head coach of the Pacers in just a minute, but I want to tell you a couple of things that are Pacers related. Number one, the Pacers in Fox Sports Indiana are not going to be on Hulu Live TV or YouTube TV. So what I did last night, I canned Hulu Live TV and I picked up AT&T TV because the Fox RSNs are available with AT&T TV. And I got to tell you, I'm happy I made the choice. The cost is comparable per month now that Hulu's going up by 10 bucks a month. Later this month, I-, I believe on December 19th, the picture is better. The interface is better. All is better with AT&T TV. There's not any more buffering, which was not caused by the speed of my internet. It was caused by Hulu, which would, at the top of the hour, every hour, if a show was going to change, kind of click off. And then come back on. It drove me nuts. Not drive me nuts anymore. I dig at and TV. I recommend it. We'll see. Uh, it's also got the Marquee Network. So if you're a Cubs fan, that's a good thing. Because Hulu Live does not have that anymore. Neither does YouTube TV. Later on today, I'll have posted at KenSterling.com kind of a breakdown between those three services. at and TV, Hulu Live TV, and YouTube TV. Let's talk to the great Nate Bjorkgren. Hey, we heard that TJ Warren, a little bit of an injury. Can you tell us what the injury is and what's the prognosis?
1: I think you know the the prognosis is it's his foot. It's the plantar fasciitis. Um, TJ's tough, so you, you never really can tell when, uh, um, on on how or when when it occurred. So um, he did not practice today uh, to give you an update on that. He's here. I'm going to do a little film and and showing some things here after practice, but, uh, but that's the update as of today.
0: Hey, where's the team as far as the implementation of your offense and defense at this point, Coach?
1: Yeah, defense is definitely ahead of the offense, which, you know, dictates how practice has gone. You know, you've, you've, uh, you've heard me say in the first few practices that it's been mostly defense, but offense is coming. Uh, we put more and more in every day. So I just uh, think it's really important for a team to establish uh, team defense first thing.
0: Is that pretty typical that the defense is ahead of the offense in camp?
1: It could be. You know, teams are amped up right now, and, and the drills, the defensive drills are, are, I'm sure, looking great all across the league and, and everything that they're doing. Guys are playing really hard. Uh, training camps are hard, um, whether it be this one here in Indiana or, or any of them. I'm sure they're, they're tough to go through. and. And uh, players around the league are, are fighting through everything and, and getting themselves in shape and, and ready to play these preseason games coming up.
0: First preseason game coming up this Saturday. Do you have any kind of goals for the first or second preseason games, both of which are going to be in Cleveland?
1: Make sure we're doing what we're supposed to do on defense. Uh, we have our defensive goals that, uh, that we talk about. And just to make sure that the guys, when they step in the game, that they're, they're accomplishing those things.
0: And what kind of rotation are you going to use in the preseason? Are, are you going to go deep on the bench and like let everybody play and not extend minutes? Or are you going to try to get these guys a lot of experience playing your system in this truncated three game preseason?
1: It's a little both. I think you're, I'm going to be looking at combinations of players out there together. Uh, I do want to give a number of guys a good look, you know, in these preseason games. I'll probably start on the, you know, uh, medium end of the minutes, lower to medium end of the minutes with, you know, some of the guys that uh, will be playing heavy minutes later in the year. So just kind of gradually get this team uh, to the place where we need them.
0: You know, one of the complaints with Nate McMillan when he was the coach of the Pacers, a lot of fans said that the Pacers didn't defend ball screens correctly. How specifically are you going to defend ball screens?
1: You know, this, this team's been, been good defensively. They have. This is a good team on, on both ends of the ball. Um, I think it's important as a coach to mix things up during the course of the game. I think you'll see us defend ball screens a number of different ways. Uh, the most important thing is, to, is that you guys play hard. That's what I'm preaching the most during these practices is you can say, what if this happens? What if that happens? There are a lot of what ifs. And NBA players that you guard, they're very good. And if you keep guarding them one way over and over, uh, it's tough to hold them down. So I, I think it's very important to that you will see us playing different ways, guarding ball screens in different ways, and then just doing it as hard as we can. As you go through practice,
0: is there anything that's working really well right now that you kind of can hang your hat on and say, well, at least we can do that? Yeah, things are getting there.
1: Yeah, you know, good question. We're, we're getting there defensively, team defensively. Most important thing is that they're just there for each other. A lot of the rotations and, and they're trying as hard as they can. They're, they're pressuring the ball. Uh, those are the things that I'm looking for. I'm just, the biggest thing on defense that I look for right now is the effort. Uh, and, and that's the, the mental effort, the talking, the defensive effort, the conditioning. And they're putting that in right now. And that's, that's the sign of a good defensive team.
0: Hey, this is kind of new for you being a head coach in the NBA. It's new for the entire staff having you be the head coach. Billy Baino, the only guy coming back from the previous staff. How out front are you in practice and how much do you delegate to your assistants?
1: Yeah, we work together on that. Like, you know, early here, I would say I'm I'm probably talking more than I would like to be. Uh, meaning that I'm spending a lot of time with the assistants before practice and after practice, and they're also getting a chance to learn my style of practice and the pace of practice. So, so I'm I'm leading a lot of the drills. I also uh, want the assistant coaches to grow, and I give them a ton of responsibility and drills of their own. But in general, I would say uh, um, you know I'm setting the tone as far as. How we want to do the drills, the pace, getting in and out of the drills, and the assistant coaches are doing a great job of of seeing these things that I'm trying to do. And then the next day in practice, they're 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 getting better and better. They're 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 learning, just like the players are.
0: That's Nate Bjorkren. I like the way he talks. I like the enthusiasm he brings to media availabilities. I like the enthusiasm that the Pacers players say he brings to practices. We'll see what kind of a coach he is. We'll see if we like. The product on the court as much as we like the coach off the court as we kind of get to know Nate Bjorkman a little bit. I want to reiterate for you, Anthony Costanzo's return potentially as he was limited today. That's extremely important for the Indianapolis Colts as they look ahead to that game against the Raiders. This game against the Raiders is going to go a long way toward determining what happens in January for the Colts, for the Raiders too. Colts win this game they virtually lock down a wild card spot. They lose this game, anything can happen, and they could wind up on the outside looking in come January after that season finale with the Jacksonville Jaguars. If the Colts win this game, they go to 9-4, and and they are looking 11-5 straight in the teeth. That could happen if they win this game. If they lose this game, all of a sudden, you look at that Steelers game, you look at the Texans game, it's tough to beat a team twice in one year. And you say, you know what? You could wind up 8-7 and seven going into that last week against the Jaguars and really have to play well against the Jaguars. What would the Jaguars want to do more than anything else in that last game? Put really good stuff on tape so that teams might go fishing for, for those players with the Jaguars. People are always watching, right? They want to do that. But I think that they would want to end the cold season as, as a miserable experience, just the way they began it right? Colts losing to the Jaguars in the opener, closing it against the Jaguars. If the Jaguars could eliminate the Colts from the playoffs, how much would they love that? This is a huge game. You win this game, good stuff can happen. You lose this game, bad stuff can happen. And that's why it's fun in the NFL. And that's why this 16-game season is unbelievable, right? Every game means something. Baseball's got 162 games. The NBA's got 82 games. The NFL sixteen games. Each of these games is like ten major league baseball games, right? Each is critical. If you wanna make the playoffs, even with that seventh team in the playoffs this year, you gotta ball out all sixteen weeks. This gonna be fascinating. I can't wait to watch a game. I think that the Colts match up really, really well with the Raiders and I think they're gonna beat the Raiders. They're three point favorites. I think they go into Vegas. They take care of business. I can sense I don't know. Can you? You know, they lost to the Titans a week and a half ago, right? They got they got blown out, right? It wasn't even a game. And because they beat the Texans last weekend, you know, I can sense that they're really coming together. Here's a team. They're on the march. They're coalescing at the right time. Hey! Yeah, <laughs> that's where we kind of go week to week in the NFL. But I do. I think that Phillip Rivers is getting better. I think T.Y. Hilton is turning it loose. I think Jonathan Taylor is ready to go. I think that defense with Buckner back is really, really good. Okariki was limited today in practice. So was Kari Willis. I Healthy, 100% healthy. That defense is badass. They can play. And if Rivers keeps playing like he has the last six games, they got a shot to do something here. I didn't think it was going to be possible. I thought 9-7 and seven was the high watermark for this team. Now... I look at this and I say, you know what, maybe 11-5, and five, maybe hosting a playoff game the first weekend. How about that? How about making a little bit of run, a run in the playoffs? How about maybe recapturing some of the magic? And this goes back a ways. It goes back 25 years, but back to 1995. You know, when a team that wasn't thought to be too much kind of squeezed into the playoffs and then that defense turned it up. They beat the Chargers. They beat the Chiefs. You go to Pittsburgh. Could have won that game if Aaron Bailey can just hold onto the ball that was on his stomach in the end zone at Three Rivers Stadium. It didn't happen. Maybe something like that. It doesn't happen very often. That's why we still remember 1995, right? Anyway, the Colts and the the Raiders 405 on Sunday afternoon. No IU football game this week, and No Purdue football game. They're supposed to play each other in the bucket game. No bucket game. Sunday afternoon. You got a matinee between the Hoosiers and North Alabama. That's going to be fun to watch. I really enjoyed watching Indiana play last night, even though they lost. I went to bed with a smile on my face because for the first time in years, Indiana's got a team that plays like this. They play together. I don't see any kind of selfishness on the offensive end, and I see total connection on the defensive end. I like this team a lot, and I love Armand Franklin. As a sophomore who's not going to go to the league, Right, Trace Jackson Davis, he's going to go to the league, and rightly so. But Armand Franklin is going to grow up in this program, and he's going to be a hell of a leader for the Hoosiers. And I look forward to seeing that happen. Tomorrow morning, breakfast with Kent Brighton early, 7 o'clock on Facebook Live, immediately thereafter on Periscope and Twitter, all brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there is, calling 317-849-2933.